everybody. This is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Josh, and over there is the Yago to my Mr. Mixflix. Uh, sorry, that is uh, a reference to Gilbert Godfrey roles in animation because he just uh, passed away recently. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, from the, no, 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 what was it like Wednesday, Thursday, something like that? Bummer. You know, a, 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 a weird, annoying voice, but uh, I could have said the Geico duck. Hmm. Goose? Whatever that Aflac? is. Aflac. Aflac. A Geico has a Is he a gecko. duck or is he a goose in that? He's a duck. Oh, okay. no, he might be. He's a white goose. He's a swan. I don't know. I don't know the difference between a duck, swan, and a goose, Josh. I'll be honest with you. It's not my expertise. Well, I, you, know anyways, my, you know what is my expertise? We're getting, expertise? Off to, we're getting way too football. off topic here to start the show. <laughs> Uh, speaking Gilbert of Godfrey passed away recently yeah, yeah, and yeah, that yeah, was yeah. yeah um speaking of untimely deaths our thoughts and prayers go out to uh Dwayne Haskins family friends etc yeah he was hit by a truck yeah awful I awful. don't know if he was like physically like like hit directly by the truck or if he was just in a car accident that was involving a truck I don't remember it was like a week ago we haven't done a show in three weeks because there hasn't been yeah. a whole lot to talk about welcome back Josh I, I'm gonna steal the news <laughs> from Chris because he wanted to go first tonight so that's right yeah consider the news stolen uh former Colts running back Marlon Mack has signed the Texans Chris how do you feel about that um, me personally, I'm, I do, I kind of like it. Like it is, that was kind of the, the spot or a similar S spot that mm -hmm. Marlon Mack should, I was kind of hoping he would go to in the sense that he doesn't have a lot of competition. I think David Johnson's still there, but he is kind of, used yeah, in fact, he wasn't the name I was going to invoke. I was going to ask if, um, the guy that came from Denver was still there. Uh, God, why am I blanking? Oh, Lindsay? No, he's not still there. Okay. Um, I don't think so. I absolutely love it. From an NFL, you know, uh, from a Mac perspective, from a Houston Texans perspective, from a fantasy perspective, um, gosh, I hope he gets some productivity. I mean, me and you are a little higher than others on uh, the quarterback there, um, Davis Mills. Oh, yeah, Philip Lindsay went to the Dolphins. What the? It's some. It's such a. I, I can't believe. It. I, I remember when we talked before the show about me instilling keeping Miami in that list with a question mark. It's like, really? Do they need a guy? Anyway, um, let, let's, let's push forward here. Uh, no, I, um, I think it is a great landing spot. I just, I mean, he's got to have fresh wheels, right? A year and a half after the surgery, an entire year and a half after the surgery, by the time, you know, September gets here. And I don't remember when he got hurt, uh, uh back then. It was uh, in like week two of, of 2020. 20 2020, 2020 yes it's almost two whole years he's 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 healed this achilles yes. fire of a year i think i think the nice thing to take away from a fantasy perspective i mean lord willing hope he makes lots of money and is a healthy man but from a fantasy perspective especially dynasty moving forward we get to get, maybe get a good barometer of how well how, how far achilles injuries have come that's what i'd say i think that's a good achilles point. but yeah yeah considering uh to your point i think he's gonna get work i think he might be the guy I hope he is. Like I, I hope I'm so too. Gonna, I hope so too. Assuming that the the Texans don't take one of the several guys we're going to talk about here today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like, and even then, Marlon Mack is he was pretty. He, I mean, he was had back to back thousand yard seasons with the Colts, and yeah. So I mean, he's no John Taylor, but no, I do like the landing spot for sure. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, and this was probably right at the beginning of the Colts' offensive line, like really becoming a. a, 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 a off at the force, force, you know. Yep, yep. 
yeah. Anyways, um, after that, uh, we have Sammy Watkins. He uh, was signed by the the Green Bay Packers for it was like a three point nine five million dollar deal. Just couldn't give him that extra zero point zero five. You're not a four million dollar player, sir. And, and by no I mean, it's Sammy Watkins. He's done. He did nothing, more or less nothing, with the Chiefs, and that was with Patrick Mahomes. Went to the Ravens. Did more or less next to nothing with Lamar Jackson too. I mean, he's just a guy. That he's been. He hasn't. I, I read this um, the other day. He hasn't played at a, a full season since his rookie year, like seven years ago. And no. Wow, I didn't realize that. But I feel like it's been a bunch of like 14, 15 game seasons before they added the extra game. Stat still stands. That's fair. That's fair. No, that's true. I mean, what he gets so. I mean, you can't you can't say he's like, oh, he's just gone to teams and played with bad quarterbacks. He's played with. He had luck for. He had luck for two of those. Heck, luck might have had a lot to do with him getting those thousand yards rushing two years in a row. Wasn't it luck Who? both times? Was luck there? In Buffalo. I thought we were talking about Marlon Mack. Sorry, Sammy Watkins. Oh, right, my bad. Yeah, we've moved on from Marlon Mack. No, we we were all kind of on the same page uh, off air before the show in terms of. From an NFL perspective, from a Packers perspective, I don't blame them for taking this very cheap uh, dart throw. A veteran wide receiver at very close to the league, man, he's more or less free. To I'm him, sure they'd you know? rather have him end up the two or the three. Uh, you know, throw Lazard in that mix at the two or three, and then yeah, I don't know what else God. to do. You know, maybe the draft, obviously. We'll talk about some guys tonight. I got one guy mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I think we might end up there, but go ahead. Is it uh, Drake London? No, it's too high. Mm. Too high. Unless they move up. You think so? I don't know. Yeah, he's some people's number Anyways, one. I'm not saying he's my number one, path. but he's some people's number one receiver in the draft. Um, I guess the rest of the news isn't really that fantasy relevant. Um, Frank Gore finally <laughs> officially retired. Yeah. Um, I heard they had to beat him back with baseball bats, like in the in in the in the. They had to like hold him down <laughs> and force him to retire. <laughs> you yeah, know? Exactly. Frank, you retire. Frank, like I don't want. I got another year, me coach. You're gonna retire. Be like, fine. They're like, um, you know what? You actually probably do have another year left in you, but financially, this makes so much more. <laughs> like, get into uh, stocks. Get into TV. Get into. The, I don't think he's a TV guy, uh, to be fair. But anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> He'll probably be a coach of some sort, I'm sure. Anyways, nice uh, one last thing that is actually fantasy relevant, maybe, is that the Patriots traded for Devontae Parker. Um, forgive me, I forgot to look up the deal. Um, anyways, yeah. Who, who, who they, do you think, they, who they, do you think they, the target leader is there? Uh, uh, ruling out rookies be? at this point. Huh? Myers? Will he be? I mean, I don't know. No, Devontae I'm saying Parker, who, another guy who, who has do you failed think? to really stay healthy. So no, I'm asking who do you think will be the target leader in that offense? Ex- probably, rookies. probably Parker. Maybe mm-hmm. um, I think it's Myers. Who is that? Who is that guy that's uh, Jacoby that Myers? On there? Is that what his name is? Okay, it wasn't Jameer Bird. Okay, cool. Jacoby Myers. Notice how excited I am about the whole situation. Right. You know, fair. and it's that's probably fair. going to be like, honestly, if, if assuming that the Patriots don't pick up another guy in the draft or whatever, that's going to be like a week one starter, you know, um, or relevant in fantasy at least. Um, yeah. It's probably going to be like, here, it's like this week it's, it's uh, Devontae Parker. Next week it's, um, Hunter Henry, the week after that, maybe Jonu Smith. Like, and because Ma- like, like last that. year, Marlon Mack, he did a very good job of just spreading the ball around. 
You know, uh, no one was uh, really Jones. all that Mac fantasy Jones. relevant. You said Marlon Mack. I got you. Wrong Mac. I got you. Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. I think that's his kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, Corkle Jones. I think he's – I know it's weird that it's the same team, but I think he's kind of like a young Brady because remember Brady back in the day was not lighting it up fantasy-wise. No, 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 yeah, no. Exactly. But he really spread the ball around a, to a cast of not prime prime players, not superstars. Yeah, they want your household names. Yeah, people – all the a lot of a lot of our audience is probably younger, <laughs> and so they all they remember is Randy Moss and Wes Welker and Gronk, and I'm like, and and uh, I thought uh, you said they were younger and Edelman. Yeah, no, I'm saying they remember okay. these guys. <laughs> they don't remember. They don't remember uh, uh, pre Moss and 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 Welker and all that, where he was winning Super Bowls with Dion Branch and uh, I forget the That's other name. That's the guy I was thinking of. Dion Branch and uh, uh, David something Patton Patton David Patton. Yes, general. And Patton, yes. the tight end was actually pretty darn good before Watson. Coates. No, he didn't play with Coates. He might have played Alfie with Coates. Crumpler was there for a little bit, but he was more of That's a blocker fair. at That's that fair. point in his career. Mm-hmm. Anyways, let's move along. Let's Today move along. we're talking about five rookies that each of us like, and we actually didn't overlap at any of them. At all. It was we weird. didn't even plan it. <laughs> yeah, right. I tried no, to put a little was, feeler out there. Poke me for information earlier. <laughs> that sounded weird, but he hey, shot me down. Um, that's what he was doing. I'm like, I'm not telling you who I am. I'm used to getting shot down when I asked to poke people. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Anyway, so, and, <laughs> you know, we're, um, Chris, I never asked you how you doing tonight. I'm doing amazing. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm the luckiest man in the world. I have an amazing family, and we've got a long weekend, and it's been great. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm the luckiest man in the world because he's won the lottery. Really? You think I would announce that to anyone? You would never hear from me. I would win the lottery, and you would you would think that I died. You would think that I got kidnapped and murdered because you would never hear a word from me, ever. I just moved to San Diego and live out the rest of my life in peace as a millionaire. I don't think the your frugal nature would allow you to move to San Diego, but you're right. If you had no, no money about no worries about money... The weather's amazing. That's totally what I do. I wouldn't tell anyone. I'd just disappear. <sighs> yeah. I would I stand against a brick wall and, and take a picture, of, like a selfie, and 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 like a, like slap it on and make what? it a postcard. And then I'd be like, oh, wish you were here. And you would never know where it was. I, I think Anyways, I think uh, they so would never know where you right where, to, that Chris, you were. Uh, let's do let's do our rookies <laughs> that we really like. How about you uh, get us started here? Yeah, I'm I, I am I am the leadoff batter as it were, um, because we're gonna go in somewhat of an order. Uh, did we agree on that? Yeah, and then we're gonna alternate. I'll start with quarterback, right? Mm. Go is for that, it. Is that? <laughs> I have trouble remembering. What I'm looking at on. the spam text I just got. Go oh, for cool. It. I do not have a list of teams that need a quarterback. We're not going to dig in that direction that deep. Uh, We'll get to that later with running backs and receivers. We'll start here with what I feel like is probably kind of the low-hanging fruit for those of you who have been listening whatsoever. Uh, Malik Willis out of Liberty, quarterback. Um, Low-hanging fruit. Yeah, right. Um, It's easy to get. I can't blame him. I'll start with some, uh, let's put it uh, this way. I'll start with some positive affirmations here with uh, Mr. Malik Willis. Number one, draft capital. Um... That absolutely matters in dynasty rookie drafts and startup drafts. Um, I expect Malik Willis to be the first quarterback off the board. I expect Willis to be a top ten pick. Uh, I don't. I think if the Panthers want him at six or eight, now I'm forgetting six. Six. I think they might have to move ahead of the likes of Detroit. I also penciled no. in uh, several. I feel like several weeks ago, Malik Willis to Pittsburgh. 
Uh, again, Pittsburgh is going to have to move up quite a bit to get Malik Willis. Now, is this guy, exactly. you know, the next, I don't know, uh, Trevor Lawrence or Andrew Luck? I mean, obviously, Trevor Lawrence left a sour taste in our mouths, but uh, I digress. Uh, no, he's not that. Uh, he's going to need some work uh, uh, throwing, although he did a fine job. As far as that goes, he had a 48 to 29 uh, passing touchdowns to rushing touchdowns ratio. Let me repeat that. He threw for 48 passing touchdowns in his career, rushed for 29. Obviously, he's a rushing threat. Uh, that's why I wanted to point out that he was he was pretty decent through the air. Uh, he was just shy of 1,000 rushing yards, speaking of the rushing, in each of his seasons at Liberty. That would be 2020 and 2021. I've heard comparisons of a uh, right-handed Michael Vick. Uh, Michael Vick was not a prolific passer in college, um, and he showed that in no. his early career in Atlanta. Yeah, right, in Atlanta. But, hey, they were playoff teams multiple times with Vick in Atlanta, and he was the first first quarterback to rush for 1,000 yards, if I'm not mistaken, in the NFL. Uh, I already touched on this a little bit. He's rumored to be going as high as pick six to the Panthers, but maybe even Detroit at two. I don't agree with that. I think I Detroit, think so I think Detroit, cause I believe they have three first round picks, um, or at least three close to the first round. I think there's one in the thirties. First round picks three within the top. I think, but I think they have pick 34 or something or 36 or something like that. Like first like couple, like first said, couple, three picks within the top 40. So I feel like they're going to stand uh, with golf starting because they have nothing to gain in terms of winning a uh, playoff run this year. And I think they'll stick with golf and take a guy at the end of the first, beginning of the second, like a uh, Matt Carroll. Is he this? I'm getting my name is crisscross now. Matt Carroll. Is it Carroll? I, think it's, I think it's Carroll or Corral. It's, Corral? Not, it's not Coral. It's Corral. It's Coral. It's definitely Corral. Uh, it's a shootout at the Matt Corral. <laughs> but gotcha. in that area of the draft, um, uh, some, I guess, negative uh, 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 things to throw in Mal- Malik Willis's way is he couldn't beat out Jarrett Stidham at Auburn because, uh, to refresh your memory, he transferred to, 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 to Liberty Yuck. of all places. Yeah, he couldn't beat out Jarrett Stidham, who is, is in, the, in the NFL as of now, I believe. Uh, he is? Quick reminder, he played at Baylor a little bit. Uh, he couldn't beat out whomever was at Baylor at the time. I've always thought Stidham had a great arm, like a real quick release, like a Romo or okay. a Marino. However, he couldn't beat out Jared Stidham, who has done nothing in the NFL. Uh, Patriots for a little bit, etc. cetera. Oh, so, that's right. Thank you. Yep. Uh, so obviously what we're looking at here is rushing ability and, and in fantasy terms. And especially in dynasty terms. Think uh, Trey Lance. Uh, think maybe he doesn't even get time in this first year. Think more dynasty superflex, really. Like I, I, I'm, I'm in an interesting position in my dynasty, our dynasty league where I only have a first round pick and I have no second. I may not even have a third. So, I mean, if this guy's there and, and I do some movement and he's there in the second or third, sure. But I don't think he will be. I think there's, even in a single quarterback league, people wanted to get this guy. So that's about all I have to say about Willis. He's, he's going to be the first quarterback off the board. I think he's going to be great for fantasy in terms of, again, rushing ability. And he'll probably come around with his arm. Uh, he he had a highlight reel. Uh, I think it was pro day, not not the combine. It was pro day. And it was a highlight reel, like 70-yard throw. Just it looked effortless. He was running out yeah. to his left or right. So that's all I've got for uh, for Willis. Uh, do you have a quarterback to speak of, sir? Um, I, I, I before we before we move on from Willis, real quick, I've seen him getting mocked in dynasty mock drafts, like one quarterback at that too. Like he's mm-hmm. still not going until like the second round. Okay, uh, hey, that's not every mock draft I've seen, but 
then again, that is single quarterback, folks. That's that's promising single for quarterback. A, a, and also this is also pre-draft too because that's when the show's coming. Yeah, up. we we but of course, um, of course, you know it's we don't know where he's going. We don't know if he's going to start. We don't know anything right now. But we do know generally he should be the first quarterback off the board in the real NFL draft, and he should be the first quarterback off the board Probably, in any but not dynasty draft. Yeah, uh, not guaranteed. No, but not by any means. But I think he will be. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if anyone's I don't know if anyone's trading up in the top ten outside of maybe Seattle too. I was just gonna say Carolina and Seattle. And, Carolina and Seattle. I don't Those, think Carolina will either because the quarterbacks in this in this draft are not that great. They're not, you know But you're talking about the best one of them. And these guys the, always no, go you're early. talking about the highest potential. Let's put it that way. Okay. Um, no, I I would generally agree with that. There's I'm a, just there's saying. There's a distinction there. We see every single time quarterbacks get pushed up, and I firmly believe oh, this of guy. Course. This guy's going to uh, go top My 10. quarterback is sorry. Uh, my quarterback is is Desmond Riddler. Riddle me this. Riddle Didn't me I that. Say that who's when I get. To I guess draft that. I guess the, that. the guy who's been a Cincinnati quarterback. You lied to me. Guy. You lied to me. I did. Um, this Ritter fell. I know it's Desmond Ritter. I just wanted to say, I just wanted to do the Ritter. I knew you were going to do the Cincinnati Um, quarterback. I knew it. This is, this is a gut call, Chris, but this, this Ritter feller, he's, uh, I've seen him go as high as, as, uh, uh, pick 20 to Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh. I think it's 20. Pretty sure it is. But I've also seen him, uh, getting mocked to Detroit and with the last pick of the first round, also in the second um, full disclosure, we are both on the same page here with Malik Willis as being probably the first quarterback off the board and the quarterback you probably want to draft in Dynasty. Um, I don't know if any quarterback in this draft is going to be a draftable quarterback in Meaning starter? Redraft. Starter? Like a starter? Oh, yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. I don't, I, like, yeah. Agreed. Maybe mm-hmm. as a backup, you could draft Malik Willis if he landed with the Falcons. If you're the type to draft a backup in a single quarterback league, sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, you're, you're on anyways, the track. I agree with you. Um, anyways, I and like I just don't know what it is about this guy that's really piqued my interest, but um, he he's he got knocked around by some bigger programs, and his throwing style is a little long in the tooth, if you will. You know, in the sense that like he's got a real long throw. He doesn't have that quick release that Chris really likes, which a quick release for a quarterback is a definite plus. Um. And he's a touch on the small side. He's 6'1", 211, you know, not tiny. He's not Drew Brees, but he's not. What was that really co- tiny quarterback? Was it Gus Farratt? Whoa, you mean Doug Flutie? Yes. <laughs> I love the uh, Farratt reference. That was great. <laughs> I thought just... that's who it was, but I was like, no, I think it's Gus Farratt. Anyways, here's the thing. Kyle Murray Desmond and Doug Ritter. Flutie. <laughs> Desmond Ritter, that dude can run, man. He can run. He ran a four five two forty at the combine, which that's not too bad, man. That's not too bad. He doesn't. He's not really elusive or anything. Nor does he have like the kind of Cam Newton or a, a better a, a better thing. I like is Steve the Steve McNair s kind of body t- style that could really absorb some blows in the NFL. He's big uh, like he that? does okay. not have that. So let me oh, let me re- got he it. Does got not it. have that. I'm following. I'm following. But. You know the guy's got some wheels, so if they're like the if the seas part, he's got he sees a lane there. The dude can take off and get you ten yards, no problem. You know, um, my I mean my big thing is is that you know like I said he's it really like a lot of people it really depends on where Ritter lands. Um, I put a scenario out if he lands in Atlanta, it'd be nice to see him. You know if 
You could dra- definitely draft Ritter if he landed in like Atlanta because he could probably sit behind um what's that schmo's name that they that they signed to be maybe the potentially their starter. Atlanta? Yeah. Oh, Mar- Mariota. Yes, Marcus Mariota. Um but I mean if you so but it, like here's the thing about Ritter. He's got he's got the rushing potential. So that's a plus for that's always good for fantasy football. He's got an arm on him, so he can throw the ball. Um, and from everything I read too, he's that he's a real quick decision maker too. So if he landed in Atlanta, and maybe he does kind of you know give Marcus Mariota a run for his money, and Atlanta doesn't have that great of an offensive line, but it from everything I read about Ritter is that like I said, he's a real quick decision maker. So he could probably get the ball like read the the blitz, get the ball out quick to your Kyle Pitts's, your Olamide Zacchaeus's, and whatever nobody is playing a wide receiver for Atlanta this year. Uh, because remember, folks, Calvin Ridley is suspended for this season. But, uh, but but so the scenario I put out is like, say you got a Tom Brady and a Matt Ryan and like a Jimmy Garoppolo as your starting quarterbacks for your dynasty squad. Ritter's the perfect guy to, to to draft, you know, if he were to land in like Atlanta or whatever, where he can you can on your dynasty squad he can sit there and like he would in the NFL and like kind of just sit and waiting for your veterans to you know age out and retire or whatever become not as useful, and then you can start Ritter when he becomes an actual starter. Um, you know, and and Atlanta too, like if they were to draft Ritter in like the second round or third or whatever. He could easily sit there, and as the team gets better around him, as they improve their offensive line, maybe get some more uh, wide receivers, you know, some more weapons. Maybe Calvin Ridley actually comes back to Atlanta. Kind of sounds like not, but maybe he does. You know, just saying, like, Ritter could be eventually, in a year from now, he could be walking on to a pretty – maybe even when he gets a running back, too. He could walk into a pretty solid Atlanta offense that's that's made for him, you know? Just saying, you know, that's why I like him. And, you know, he took a, a kind of a, a scrappy Bearcat team, the Cincinnati Bearcats, that is. For sure, yeah. Do the college playoffs. Yeah, they they uh, they 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 definitely got punched in the face by what was it, Atlanta or Alabama, I think. Just kind of took them to took them behind the woodshed. But yeah. That was in the, you know, but it wasn't in the play, actual playoff, like for the yeah, championship. It was in the college the playoffs. Top four. Yeah, they made it to top four. That's for a, for a I'm going to go out on a like limb. Cincinnati to do that. Well, they're it in a power five conference. Let's be clear; they're in a power five conference, right? The ACC. I mean, they're in a power five conference, right? Yeah, for sure. So you're right; it's smaller compared to an Alabama, absolutely, or or an Ohio State, etc. But still, power five. No, I think this is. That doesn't mean they're a big school, anyways. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is the best season Cincinnati Bearcats have ever had. <laughs> ever. That's not true. I mean, they had. You don't um, think so? They they had they had uh, Jeremy uh, Schwartzer as their quarterback, and he took them to a national championship. He just made that up, folks. All right, so I my totally turn. just made that up. <laughs> you had me for a couple seconds. <laughs> I know uh, I did. <laughs> so we got our quarterbacks out of the way, right? We're good. We're good. And, those, and I'm not saying that. Like, I, like oh. I just want to reiterate that Desmond Ritter is not my favorite quarterback in the draft, but he's just a guy that kind of piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. a it's a name to definitely stick in the back of your hat on mm-hmm. on draft day. He's probably going to be a day one pick. I would almost guarantee that for a, for a dynasty team like me that has a Mahomes as his one and like absolutely nobody behind him. Yeah, I I need I need some depth. I would, 
if it's not this, more, I would look for someone who could start this year if that's the case. Well, you're talking about one bye week, unless Mahomes gets hurt, and if Mahomes gets hurt, my season's over with anyway. So I'm not going to spend yeah, a premium pick on a quarterback in a single that. quarterback so league. Is all I'm saying. But my point is, for a team that kind of had, yeah, I think you made the point with a uh, Garoppolo or Cousins or whatever you said, where it's like if you have an established starter, like keep an eye out for this. I guy. said, I said, I said Brady and Matt Ryan. I chose. Older dudes, older dudes, older established starters. Good point. Good point. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm up with the first running back we've got here for the night. Uh, real quick, just to kind of get this out of the way, folks. I want to mention that uh, we're um, we're 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 going to kind of gloss over Brees Hall. He is clearly the one one in a dynasty uh, single quarterback. He's also clearly the one one in a dynasty super flex. Uh, there is comparisons of Ladanian Tomlinson, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, it's not necessarily the same. Me and me and Josh are going out on that limb. Um, I would I, really okay. Um, yeah, I've heard he's the best. Uh, uh, okay, so generally the best running back prospects. Now, prospect is the key word here. The best running back prospects we have ever seen are uh, from a from a analytical perspective is a Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, and lately. Brees Hall. Obviously, if you harken back to Dane and Thompson, that's before we had analytics. That's really before we had 24-7 coverage of fantasy and dynasty and all that. So all I'm saying is uh, the ease of the 101 is very easy this year. Brees Hall is your guy. Uh, look at his production. We'll go ahead and move past this because as we and Josh both put it. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Give me two. Um, before, like, like just a real quick, like, kind of brush up at the one hundred and one. If you're the if you're pick one hundred and one, you are probably the worst team in dynasty last year. That means that your team needs help. That means that you are probably taking a, a running back. There's no wide receiver in this draft, and pretty much in not in most uh, drafts that are going to trump you taking a running back. At the 101 in Dynasty, right? Agreed. Agreed. In fact, you yeah, can make that, so you can make that like, argument like, through the top five. And that's, and that's why everyone's years. like, Brees Hall is the guy. And definitely is. Definitely is. Yep. Definitely. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Uh, I just like, like, don't like, don't get cute and be like, well, I like, I have, I have like three good running backs to start with. Great. Draft another one. And then you have four. Mm-hmm. Because you can <laughs> no. always trade running backs away if you need wide receiver help in Dynasty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's hard to trade a wide receiver away for a running back because wide receivers are plentiful and Plenty running backs deeper. are not. It's a deeper position. Sorry. Quick no, PSA. You, no, guys, this is coming from uh, the Dynasty uh, 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 inaugural Dynasty League. This guy won it in the first year. Now, was there a lot of luck? Sure, but he's right. You said, about... you said the wrong word. In my rookie season in Dynasty, I took over an orphan team and took it all the way to the championship. There you go. So, um, just he's right about running backs. He's right about Brees Hall. Guys, just don't overthink this. Speaking of running backs, I'm going to move on and talk about what would please do. Generally, be I consider this 102. Uh, some folks are putting a wide receiver at that 102. I'm not doing it because, again, I'm going back to what Josh said about about RBs being just a very, very valuable commodity. So we're going to talk a little bit of Kenneth Walker here. Uh, he's my 102. He's a running back from Michigan State. Uh, running uh, Michigan State had zero rushing touchdowns scored by running backs the year before 
Kenneth Walker got there. Let me reiterate that. In 2020, before Kenneth Walker got to Michigan State, they had zero touchdowns in an entire season by a running back. They had two rushing touchdowns from their quarterbacks at the time, Tyler Hunt and Patton Thorne. I have no idea what that is. Um, Walker himself had 18 uh, touchdowns in 2021. Uh, he was second in the nation with 1,636 rushing yards. We'll get we'll get to the guy who was first in rushing yards later. But no, go ahead, Josh. What were you going to say? 18 uh, touchdowns that he had, was those total or was that just rushing? I think that's just rushing. I don't think he caught one. I think you're right. I think you're right. I couldn't remember. That's why I was the, asking. The you. funny thing is, I distinguished between that and all the other guys I did besides Kenneth Walker for some reason in that's my fun. notes. No, no, no. I'm not trying it, to put you on the spot. It was just a legit question. For that's sure. Fun. If he, if 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 any of those were receiving, it was literally like one or two, and I think it was zero. Um. So I just yeah, think he that, didn't have a lot of receptions. Mm, no, not at all. Not at all. So I think it's just this is going to be a story of a guy that's because I know I like backs that can catch the ball, especially. In Dynasty, especially in any form of PPR, which we're all playing nowadays. So again, don't get me wrong. Brees Hall is the 101. We're going to talk about some other guys that are good at catching the ball, but don't overthink it in the 102 also, in my opinion. If you want to go receiver, we can talk about that in the next couple of weeks, but... I firmly believe Kenneth Walker is a stud. I firmly believe he you want running backs early in their early in their contract and early in their career in Dynasty. So do just that. Don't overthink it. Take a Kenneth Walker here. He's dominant on the ground. Uh what what's a guy we can name? Like a Nick Chubb that just dominates with vision, dominates with burst, dominates on the ground, isn't necessarily receiving back on his team. I mean, I think Chubb can do it. I, I was just gonna say that. Yep, yep, yep. Maybe um, Kenneth Walker is one of those dudes that, and and I have one of those on my team too. Is that, and it sometimes it happens in the NFL level too with running backs. Is like just because they didn't do it in college doesn't mean they can't do it. And I'm going to refer to this again, but we're looking at you, Melvin Gordon. How about James you know? Connor, is who is also on your dynasty squad? James Connor came in, not a guy out of Notre Dame. That, that I mean, he was he was prolific on the ground and then of course there was the cancer and the injuries etc but all i'm saying is he was prolific on the ground and not necessarily through the air the guy has had yes it took the one season he did in pittsburgh as the bell cow healthy healthy he caught right. 50 or 53 balls and then i think he did decent last year with arizona i mean i know it was more chase edmonds but anyway uh so that's my uh first running back uh, there in terms of who I like. Um, Kenneth Chris, Walker. I'm going to argue with you here. I'm going to actually contradict mm -hmm. your 102 because my 102 is probably going to be Isaiah Spiller. The running back? Okay. Yes. The uh, running Clint. back out of Texas A&M. Okay. Um, and the reason I say that is because he's got more third down potential than I think your guy your guy does. And it's, and it's just mainly based more on his college work than it, it, as a whole than anything else. You know what I'm saying? Like and the one thing that Spiller doesn't have is he doesn't have a crap ton of touchdowns. His he only has ten and I would argue there's two things in his he freshman have, season. But go ten, ahead. ten in a single season that was his freshman year. Mm -hmm. Um but otherwise it was nine and six. But I mean and he's kind of a bigger back. He's six foot, two seventeen. Um and his two seventeen I think could be a bit bigger, but um for you know, a six foot running back. But um, he's, you know, you can you can work on bulk. You can bulk guys up. He didn't run the 40 at the combine, but let's just say he's no Usain Bolt on the field. Um, he may not be, he may not even be as fast as Derrick Henry, who is not the fastest running back in the NFL. But 
He can catch. His pass protection is good enough, and he's got power for days. Uh, PFF has him uh, has his pro comp being that would be his you know NFL comparison as Damian Harris, but the NFL Network has his pro comp as Rashad Penny. I think it's this is everything I read and from what little film I can actually find on him because it's really hard to find game film on on rookie prospects. I don't know why, but it is. Cornell, I think he's more like Cornell Patterson, but as more of a running back than a wide receiver. How do you feel about that? Huh? I, 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 I think he's slow. I, I don't think he's as slow as you think he is. Dude, um, I mean, I, his 40 was pretty bad, so there's that. He ran a 4 What was his 40? Because I couldn't find it. 4-6-3. Where did you find that at? I'm pretty sure he had a pro day, dude. Oh, scout clock Isaiah Spiller I was looking with a for combine. When they say yeah. scout, okay. it could have been the pro day. Could have been the pro day. I'm have, I'm not going to scroll down the article. It's not important. Uh, that could be improved upon. Uh, I think the story might be Josh, and I forgive us, folks, if, if if you know we got busy personal lives. But I think what happened is he had a pro day and uh, chose not to run at the combine because why would he hurt his draft stock more? So that's my yeah. concern. That's what's going to distinguish him between 102, oh. 103, 104. I'm sorry. Uh, that's fine. Not not 10. I'm meaning the RB, 1, 2, 3, 4, and on down the line. I don't, have, I don't have a guy to put it three or four above him now, but I definitely will put Kenneth Walker there. Uh, Walker okay. had a hey, man. fourth, no, four, no, three, no, eight, no. 40. Walker's like that. Like, uh, who was it? A Kind of a bigger guy. Was it Chubb? I don't think it was Taylor, but it was a guy That's a year weird. or so I ago. We were talking about Isaiah Spiller here. I'm almost done. Um, so, <laughs> but but Walker ran a four three eight, but that was unexpected. So that kind of raised his stock a little. Whereas usually, what you want to see is just confirmation. Did he run the ballpark that I thought when I watched the film? But go ahead if you've got more to say about Spiller, please. Oh, not much. Um, what I do have left to say is that. I mean, like we kind of went through this before in the you know green room before we started recording. Um, but there aren't a lot of teams that are really looking for a running back. I mean, I mean, Atlanta is definitely looking for a back. Period. Um, Chris uh, Houston maybe still, even though we kind of like we both love our Mac, but maybe he's not their answer. You know. Um, I mean, Buffalo, or not Buffalo, I mean, Tampa Bay could be looking to maybe replace Fournette. Right now, I think Fournette is solid where he is. But, you know, you never know. Um, real quick, before, let's just round it out real quick. I've seen Spiller being drafted in the mid-first round in Dynasty mock drafts. Um, that, that seems reasonably acceptable. Um, obviously, destination is going to be huge for, for Spiller here. Um, and it, but if he lands in the right situation where, you know, the, you know, offensive lines open up lanes for him, he could be extremely useful. That was another thing is that he's kind of, he kind of indecisive. So he likes his big holes. I mean, like every running back does, but he's really where he shines. Um, Chris, do you believe you had another running back or two, right? Yeah. I think that I'm kind of running heavy in this show. Um, Real quick to mention a couple of uh, just to touch on Tampa real quick uh, and first round running backs. Uh, they're like taboo. And I mean this from a real NFL draft perspective, not fantasy folks. Let's be clear. We're, okay. we're, so all I'm saying is if there's a team teams at the end of the first that are in a win now window with a 40 plus zero quarterback, 
Those are the guys you want to take a first-round quarterback uh, from an NFL and a fantasy perspective. Those are the guys you want on your roster. That's why I'm Chris, who's older, you or Tom Brady? Me. By a little? By two or three years. Yes. Go for it. <laughs> let's let's move forward. Um, a couple of the teams that I I think need a running back: Chiefs, Saints, Miami. Question mark. Chiefs. We did not cover Chiefs, but yeah, we did not cover that. Uh, Seattle. I think they're they. I don't think uh, uh, Penny is going to preclude them from taking a running back. But let me go on with my for a second running back. <laughs> go for it. I've got Rashad White. That's Rashad with a C H. Double A D Rashad White from Arizona State. Richad, you Rashad. Richad. Richad. <laughs> like he's from Minnesota. You're welcome, Richard. sir. Now that now that's your name. So anyway, uh, um, Sorry, so a buddy. Couple, <laughs> couple couple of key stats here, key, key points I'm going to mention here about Mister uh, uh, Rashad White out of Arizona State. He's got a he ran a four eight. I'm sorry, a four four eight forty. That's a four point four eight forty yard dash. That's eighty second percentile. Uh, player, playerprofile.com has his closest comparison as David Johnson. Pretty good. Young career, David Johnson. Uh, he's got a 127.1 burst score. That's the 87th percentile. I'm not going to get into how they com- com- uh, calculate that score. Uh, here's, here's, here's where I start getting the highlights, uh, in my opinion. 43 catch- catches in his final season at Zero State. That's 2021. He was second on the team, running back. Second on the team with 43 catches. Granted, I think they had a bit more of a running quarterback, but still, that's nothing to sneeze at in college. In fact, that's amazing production through the air. Uh, he had 16 touchdowns total, one of them receiving. He only had 1,006 rushing yards, but as I mentioned a second ago, his starting quarterback was a dual threat, and he ran the ball 138 times to White's 182, which led the team. So uh, he was out in route. That's fair, especially if you're talking about average because they play less games. But, but we're we're talking about Kenneth Walker and, and, and Brees Hall and people just like racking up the yards, sixteen hundred yards, fifteen hundred, eighteen hundred in the past. But that's what they do in college. Uh, and if you want a guy to dominate, the one thing you want is a guy that dominates, uh, especially if he's playing against like SEC or Pac Pac twelve or Big Twelve competition. You know. Exactly. So again, only a thousand six rushing yards, but again, his starting quarterback was a dual threat. He ran the ball 138 times to White's 182. So at the end of the day, this guy was not off the field, but he was taking other snaps in terms of catching the ball and his quarterback taking rushes from him. So he is deceivingly very efficient on the ground because you look at his college stats and you're like, eh, he's efficient, but it just doesn't have the, the dominance that the other guys do. But look at that receiving. Yeah, yeah, I'm all over Rashad White as, uh, you know, I think he's my three or four. Uh, we'll, we'll be able to get in that next couple of weeks in terms Whoa. of, okay. uh, di- yeah, dicing that down. But, yeah, he, he's up there in terms of running backs, not overall. Yozer. I am definitely taking receivers ahead of Rashad White. Let me be clear. Okay. You don't like Hope Rashad State White? Eh. Well, I'd rather have another White. Like as a Spiller White. guy and Spiller. Mm-hmm. I disagree. But, uh, like, I like Zamir White. You know why? Uh, because I apparently like tall running backs that are six foot. Um, he's uh, he's only 215 pounds, whereas Isaiah Spiller, if you remember, was 217. But Zamir White is a beast. 
He may only be 215 pounds, but his like solid muscle. If you're the sucker that has to be asked to tackle him, he's going to make you pay for it. He's got a little bit of agility. You know, he can make defenders miss, but he's not a LaShawn McCoy. He's not going to break his ankles to somehow change direction at top speed and then keep on going. He's a power back. Let's let's not get anything. Let's not like dice our words about this, even though I'm doing that exactly at the moment. Um, he doesn't have a lot of work in the receiving game. He's totaled just seven receptions in three years with the Bulldogs. And his uh, his pass protection is one of his two biggest weaknesses as well. So, I mean, it's one of those things just because he wasn't asked to doesn't mean he can't. But I'm assuming with a guy like him, he's... I mean, if you remember, what's that Green Bay? A.J. Dillon, his receiving wasn't his, greatest, uh, uh, wasn't his greatest asset coming out of college. But yet he caught 34 balls last year in part-time work for the Packers. Or yeah. 30-something, you know. He can do it. Um Serviceable. Anyways, uh, it is, uh, uh, Zamir White's other biggest weakness is injury history. And here's the thing that I didn't like about this. So, yes, he tore his right ACL in 2017. He tore his left in 2018. The good news about both of those things is they're in the past, like when he was in high school. It's not like it happened like last year or the year before. It's like ACLs, he, you know. Right. But I mean, he's far enough removed from them that like, I'm not really viewing that as a, like, and he played all 15 games last year for the Bulldogs. So, and he logged 106 carries and a career high of nine receptions. That's right, folks. Nine, half of his receiving work came last year. Um, but here's the thing. He was scored 11 touchdowns in the past two, in each of the past two seasons. So it's not great, but it, you know, I just like I like White that could be one of those backs that you know maybe he gets into uh, gets in the pros and all of a sudden he can catch like AJ Dillon or uh, the aforementioned at the beginning of the show Melvin Gordon you know perfect mention um, I was just gonna say that I was just say don't forget Gordon was not yeah and dude he's caught like uh, fifty Dillon balls a couple had times a teacher yeah, in um, Danny Woodhead but because wow, Woodhead really yeah it, I kind of uh, forgot yeah. about that marriage yeah. Uh -huh. God, I've seen I've seen Zamir White go in in rookie uh, dynasty mock drafts in like the beginning of the second, which seems about right for as of right now as a guy that is just going to be viewed as a first and second down back. That's good, but I mean maybe he goes to like the Dolphins, who has a slew of first and or of third down backs. You know, and they just need a power guy, or, yeah. or I don't know, maybe Dallas takes him and they and they put Zeke out to pasture. Then Chris uh, uh, offer, gives me a trade offer for a third round pick for Zeke, and I'm like, no, I deny that trade. That's not, not trading. I'm just, I'm not I'm just trolling Chris here, but uh, sure. but you know, maybe <laughs> maybe he maybe he goes to I don't know, like Seattle and or Kansas City. They could they could really use a thumper at the off at you know the goal line, you know. I yeah, mean, Zamir White's that. probably not getting drafted in like the probably like the third, late third, early fourth round or whatever in the mm -hmm. NFL draft. But you know, it's a guy to keep an eye on, first and second down guy. You know, cool. I'm down with it. Yeah. You know, like like I think I view him more of a you know an AJ Dillon esque kind of guy. You know, just a, a a big guy that's not exactly the fastest in the world, but you know. He can he can get he can get it down on the ground because I think you have one more running back, right? I do. I was just gonna say uh, let's let's close out the running backs here because I'm a little running back heavy, and let me talk about Mister uh, Lou 
Yes, we will. Lou Nichols, uh, running back out of Central Michigan. He was only a three-star recruit, overshadowed by Jaron Mangum, a more sought-after running back prospect coming out of high school. Uh, however, Ooh. yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> go back a few years. Bear with me. Um, but he did have offers from Pitt, Purdue, Cincinnati, Indiana, Minnesota. So it wasn't like he had, didn't have big, uh, you know, uh, 1A offers, if you will, uh, uh, power conference offers. Have What do you want to call it? Small, big, I don't give a rat's. Recruiting was his uh, reason for picking uh, Central Michigan over these bigger schools. Uh, you want to see a back dominate at a smaller school, and that's exactly what he did. Uh, he had 40 catches in 2021 and 18 total touchdowns, two of them receiving. So again, going back to kind of what we're touching on, what I was touching on with Rashad White, you want to see this receiving work in the NFL. Yes, there's guys out there that didn't do it in college because college doesn't like to throw the running backs, but that can end up doing it like an A.J. Dillon or uh, Josh's previous uh, 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 rookie. Um, so I, I'm, I'm very high on Lou Nichols from a value perspective. You don't need to go up and get this guy. I think this is a perfect guy to keep an eye on if you're if 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 you're if you're competitive dynasty team, if if you're just trying to fill up a running back roster, but you want to maybe spend up a tad, you want to spend up a little, you want to take your second or your third. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, you just said it. I was going to say like, where do you think he'll go in dynasty drafts? Because I have I have no idea who this guy is. I've never seen him on. I have any a tendency to to get scared that anytime I like a guy the uh, fantasy community, or should I say dynasty community, is going to end up kind of rising on him. So I'm worried he's going to go in the second, but I don't think you have to worry about him going in the first. Does that answer the question well enough? I don't think I you have to worry about this dude going in the third. Because of where he played college football at? No, because I haven't seen him in a, in a mock draft to this date. No, that's not saying that he won't be in a mock draft. No, that's a very a good point. Of, I had the same problem. Only go yep. through, like a mm -hmm. lot of mock drafts only go through like three rounds. So I'm just, that's a very valid point. I had the same problem, uh, you know, you're, doing no, research but, for the but show. Here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. You're, you're, you're doing good. Like you're finding a nice deep dive here. Like that's, I'm just like, I think you're absolutely. You know, and to like, answer a question better, I, I worry that he won't become that as the next couple of weeks roll on. Uh, what's the draft? 28th. I forget, um, of April. Um, I worry he's going to rise a tad. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm sitting at the 110 just for context. I'm sitting at the 110 and, our, you know, I need running backs. However, I'm open to move either up or back. So that's neither here nor there. No, keep your eyes up for Lou Nichols. I, I'm going to go and plant a little bit of a flag here. Don't spend up for him. Let the value come to you. But just look at his college numbers. Look at what he did. Look at look at what he was doing coming out of high school where people didn't see what he was because he had a guy in front of him. And, man, he's really efficient. And 40 catches is great. So that's all I have to all say right. about Mr. Lou. Cool. Let's move along to the wide receivers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My first one is George Pickens. Pickens, I say. Chris, I'm going to need your help on this one for for a second. Um, I found that Mike uh, Williams of, of the of the Chargers, Mike Williams, um, ran a four four nine in his pro day. He didn't. I couldn't find a draft. Excuse me. I couldn't find a draft uh, forty time for him in his in his draft way back in 2017. Yeah, it's been 2017. Weird. Um, anyways, Mike Williams is the guy who. Quote takes the top off the defenses, end quote, for the Chargers at the moment. 
Even why can't Pickens what? Even though he's big. Yeah. Why can't Pickens who ran a four four seven do the same? I granted he didn't run a four two nine or whatever the NFL uh draft record is or whatever. But for a guy who's six three, I'll take it. I just mm-hmm. like there was a couple of things that I read about about Pickens that I was like, yeah, you know, like he's uh He's probably not your guy to to you know be the field stretcher or whatever. I'm like, really? With a four four seven? At that at size. Six, three? At that size, yeah. Why not? Um here's the thing. And early in Pickens' career in college, he was a beast. He tore his ACL last spring, so he didn't have a lot of work last year in twenty twenty one, which is which is driving his draft stock down. I've seen uh, NFL mock drafts him going in the late first or but more like in the second um his biggest faults are his frame his route running and his speed um which once again 447 speed for a guy at 63 I, I don't know man i think these some of these some of these draft nicks are getting real picky about speed mm-hmm. when when you look at his size um but he's right around 200 pounds he could use a little bit of uh, you know to beef up a little bit and his route turned crisp but from everything i read his route running thing is more of like a nitpick uh like you know be like well we have to find a fault somewhere so you know well he didn't like health is a concern because he tore his acl in the spring of 2021 and he only played uh he only ran 37 routes or whatever it was in 2021 blah 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 i'm like he helped didn't the bulldogs win the national championship this year Pretty sure you helped him do that. Did they? Yeah, I think they did. Yeah, pretty sure you helped him do that. He helped him get there at least. Um, here's and I don't know, man. I just like I think I think it's a blessing that is for as a Colts fan at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, if Pickens makes it in the second round, they should do something to try and trade up and make sure that they secure him. Because I think he's going to be a great receiver for him. Pair him up with Michael uh, Pittman, um, you know, and, and uh, what's his face, Paris Campbell, who's never going. He's probably not going to play a snap for the Colts this season yet again. But mm-hmm. if he does stay healthy, you know, be all right. Um, Pickens is currently going in dynasty mock drafts in the middle of the first round. I think is like I think it's kind of pertinent to kind of be like, well, you know, I don't participate in, in these because there's no. There's no team attached to these names, and I know these experts are whatever. Um, you know, they're there's they're they're, they're pontificating the they're, exactly. They're trying to predict where they're going to land. Whether yeah. what, and, but I mean, like Pickens, like mm-hmm. you know, honestly, he, I could see him going to like the Chiefs or the like the or the Packers or whatever at the end of the first. Well, yeah, or even or even maybe the Lions and pick thirty two. You know. Get that secure that fifth year uh, option, you know, whatever. Anyways, that's Pickens for you. I really like him. Um, sorry, I don't have much more to say about him, but you know, he's he was a, he's a really good prospect. I was looking to him a little bit. I saw a little bit of uh, scuttlebutt about him being skinny. I think he can put on. Yeah, I mean, he's six three, two hundred pounds. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, little, that's why I went wiry. down that path. He's a little wiry, but you know, they said the same thing about AJ Green. Ironically, same school. He was actually playing on a scholarship named after AJ Green. I see some similarities. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. at Georgia. Go. Same school. Cool. Let's move on. I've got uh, just one wide receiver on my list, and then we'll finish up with your last wide receiver, I believe, right? I have 20 more wide receivers. No, that's a lie. 
So my guy is Chris Olave. A um, little bit of a low-hanging fruit here. He's going to be, you know, he's going to be a first-round pick. I think that's completely safe to say. I don't say. know if it's that low-hanging, Britt, but, you know. That's whatever. fair. Uh, I don't have off the top of my head in front of me, but he's more like a, a lot of folks, wide receiver four behind the likes of Drake London. And I think you talked about a guy. Uh, forgive me, the name is escaping me right now. That's a higher pick probably. But uh, he also played with another. Garrett Wilson, there you go. Uh, yeah, uh, his teammate. Oh, I was gonna say his his teammate. So he 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 was uh, shared time. I don't want to say overshadowed necessarily by a uh, a teammate like that. Uh, despite only playing seven games uh, because of COVID, Big Ten in twenty twenty, he still had seven hundred twenty nine receiving yards and seven receiving touchdowns. That's over a hundred yards a game, Chris. <sighs> yeah, he has a nose for the end zone. He can play anywhere. He's a little undersized at 6'1", 185, but I don't think there's an NFL team or a fantasy manager out there that's trying to put him as their alpha, number one, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he's six foot 185, but but he ran a 4'3", 940. Uh, his best comparable player on player profile is Stephon Diggs. He is widely regarded as the <laughs> best route runner okay. in the draft. So the speed and the route running are what... what Start piquing my interest. Um, I thought it was more of a Drake London was a route runner, but I think he's more of a size guy than a route runner. Anyways. Yeah, I think but, London is more of a size speed specimen, uh, and, and uh, mm, you know he's, okay. he's, he's a big dude that can run. Absolutely, Drake London's great. I'm not even saying we're, he's not, here, not, we're not here to talk about Drake London. Of course, of course. Uh, Olave, Olave is how they're saying olive it. oil. No, nope, definitely Olave. <laughs> or I haven't heard him say it, but that's how everybody else is saying it. So, um, you know, again, uh, he's been mocked to Dallas quite a bit. I think they're at, what, 20, 22? I forget. I should know Uh, as a Dallas fan. 22-ish. I think it's 22. Um, We'll push forward. Um, So just, again, that area of the first round. uh, 24. A guy you can get a steal. I just, I think, I think he's going to be a lot like a Brandon Cooks. Again, the player profile compared him to Diggs. Diggs, I believe, is, if not the best route runner, one of the best. So, yeah, um, high on Olave. Uh, there's been some Ohio State receivers that have done a little bit. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say about Olave. Cool. All right, Chris, I, I got to say, I got I got to I got to type. Um, and it's and it's a big guy with some speed. And so my last guy is Traylon Burks out of Arkansas. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, he's uh, when I say speed, I mean, I mean, we're getting a little uh Subjective Define speed, here. Objective. You know? Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll figure that out one of these days of subjective versus objective. But uh, he ran a four-five-five at uh, at the combine. Um, what I don't know. Like he's six-two, two twenty-five. So that speed is not really that bad. I mean, what he does, what he doesn't have in speed, he makes up for in size, size and, um, and competitiveness for sure. Yeah, is 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 he Calvin Johnson? No, he's not a he's not a six foot five like running a four four out there. No, no one outshines Megatron. He's a he was a beast. in terms of side um, speed comparison. Absolutely, yeah, sure. no mm-hmm. one's going to do that. Um, though, there's two things I find confusing about Burke stuff. He's a big dude, which he is. Why did he run most of his routes out of the slot in Arkansas? 77% of his routes, precisely. Um, Easier to get open. You have two directions. I, well, my, my, I, without looking into this too hard, is I was what I was thinking is is that maybe he was running out of the slot and he was getting short, short, quick passes because their offensive line wasn't that great. You know, it could have just been one of those, like, this is and the easiest way to get our best receiver the ball in his hands, you know, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. 
could just be coaching, you know, uh, like, you know, op coach offensive philosophy too. It's a lot of things that it could have been. Um, PFF knocks Burks on his, in his route running, which is maybe a fair assessment. He didn't come, he doesn't not coming from the greatest route tree in Arkansas. It was pretty lum, pretty limited. Um, the, the second thing that confuses me is why I can't figure out a second thing that was confusing me. Um, <laughs> you know, he essentially, he's a big guy. He's got speed, but he needs to learn some polish in his routes. But that's, that's something that's that you can teach a guy. That's a lot of rookie receivers, you know. You can teach a guy to run routes. Not mm-hmm. everyone, but you can do that. You can't teach size, you know, which he has. I mean, he could have a little bit more bulk in his frame, but, you know, 225 for a 6'2", that's not bad. Um, So there's at least three teams in the back half of the first round, which is kind of where I've seen him going in mock drafts. Um, It was actually higher, but then he ran that 4'5'5 at the combine, which, you know what, maybe he was just having a bad day, or maybe he wasn't trying to go, like, um you know, 110% in the 40 time at the draft because he didn't want to hurt himself. It's hard to say. There's been guys who just like, they had a, they look fast on tape and then they get to the combine. And they're like, Oh, he's actually was slower than we thought. You know, like yeah. who knows? I, I want a guy, I want a guy to run. I want a guy to run every drill, but it's 2022 for the past handful of years. It doesn't usually happen like that. You're going to have a couple of premium prospects, not, not run a couple of drills. Like, I mean, yeah, Heck, I even think Pickett, the, the quarterback, was like, no, I don't want you to measure my hands again. <laughs> or should I say, I think he did have his hands measured. Now he's like labeled baby hands. And it's like. I, no, he had them measured once. And then they're like, oh, Bode? his hands are small. Like, think Mark Sanchez. And then they measured him again. And they're like, oh, they're actually a half inch bigger. I'm like, it's a half inch what? dog. Like, it ain't so, that yeah, big, it ain't that big of a can difference. Get crazy. But yeah, some guys don't want to do certain drills or go to the combine at all because they felt like they put up great tape. And or pro day. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. so, and, and we, that's a discussion for another day. But um, so, I mean, there's two teams that have two picks in the first round in the back, in the second half of the back end, and that would be Green Bay or Kansas City. And honestly, I could see Burks being great for either one, either uh, Patrick Mahomes or um, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. I blanked yeah. on his name there for a second, sure. if you couldn't tell. Um, Discount double check. You know, yeah, I just, it. I mean, I've seen him in Dynasty Mocks, uh, uh, you know, kind of, I've never seen him slip past uh, pick eight overall, which I, I could see him doing depending on the on the destination and where he lands. Like if for some reason the Panthers go have a brain fart and run, oh, we're going to take Traylon Pickens. Oh, in our, real NFL draft. Sorry. I was literally yeah. wrecking rankings while you were saying that. I was like, eh, no, no. Yeah. No. Uh, number eight. Okay. Okay. I, I buy it. Yeah, I mean, so you're gonna have to spend up a little bit to get Burks on your team, but I think he's a, I think he's a guy worth having. You know, I mean, there's, it, it, I mean, honestly, in, in a yeah. in a dynasty in a dynasty rookie draft overall, I think there's maybe three running backs that should be going in the first round, depending on landing spot. There could easily be more, but do you think the rest of it's going to be Walker? wide receivers and and maybe a quarter? What do you think one of those first round running backs is Kenneth Walker? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. I have one last follow-up question because I know we're running long. And I know this is not the point in the season necessary, off-season to do it, but foot to the coals, do you have a top three receivers having said all this about Burks, et cetera? Not really. 
You don't have an order. Not, not, I, not, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't necessarily do either. I'm more honed in on running backs right now. I just feel like there's so many receivers. I, could, I don't want to say throw a dart. Let me be clear. I think there's a lot of non-dart throws at the top. It's just deep. And I'm like, where can I go wrong? I mean, I guess maybe one it's of these guys, in, and one of the bigger guys ends up being slow. And, a, a, a drop, no, like where no, they're going in no, no. no. the receivers. It's kind of and like. Exactly. This is I'm not going to screw my brain yeah. with that. I'm going to focus on the running backs, maybe some quarterbacks. Look at the, like, take, yeah. kind of We'll, side we'll have more of an ends. answer for that after the NFL, actual NFL draft, I think. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's, it's that's, good to look at the wide receivers now and see what they bring to the table. But at the same time, it's like. I don't know if it, they land in a real in a real crowded like if the Giants took a receiver with their first pick with their first round pick. I don't know why they would, but if they did, it'd be like, well, I don't like love them going there. You unless know, you're, unless you a, just hate Galladay, right? I get it. Yep, no, you're right. There's so many teams that probably kind of have a guy, and a lot of these guys could end up the two or three on said but the, roster. Uh, but uh, yeah. there's a lot of talent here at the receiver. I know it's not a great draft overall, especially quarterback. Running backs run out real quick. It's a defensive heavy draft. I get it, but I don't know. I think I think I don't think it's going to be a repeat of 2022 or what was the other huge year like AJ Green and Julio. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I like to see where what Alave ends up doing, but it's it's very convoluted at the top of the receivers right now. What else do you have to um, say, Next sir? week, we will, have, we will have some more guys to talk about, whether we love them or hate them. Um, I will divulge my – reluctantly divulge my sleeper running back that everyone should be drafting in their I think I divulged mine doctors. tonight, uh, today. It was uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Lou. Mr. Lou. Wow, well, uh, that's great. You you shot your shot a little too early because I'm doing mine next week. Um, was my and you're gonna early. and you're gonna be like, of course you said that, and I'm gonna be like, that's right. But everyone should really take a strong, hard look at this guy, especially if he lands in the right spot. Anyways, um, AKA Josh's guy is better than mine. I didn't say that. No, I just I just really like my guy. Like value wise, like, you think he's a d- deeper dive, and you think he's could end up being more valuable. That's yep. interesting to me. That that yep. that challenge I want to meet. We'll see about you're gonna Lou. you're gonna you're gonna hear what he's gonna go after him. Lou. That's next week. That's next week. That's next week. We're gonna do that next week. Until then, folks, <laughs> check us out on YouTube. If not on YouTube, you can check us out in podcast format, pretty much wherever you can, except for you, Amazon Music. You know where you can go. Have a good night, folks. Have an amazing weekend. <laughs>